Hello and welcome back. Happy New Year. It's a new episode of Bone Zone. I'm sure you've just been waiting all day for it. Woohoo! Um, it's Bone Zone Season 1, Episode 6. It's the podcast where we talk about the show Bones and dudes who want a bone. And I have a couple new ones for the list. Just tossing that out there from the top, Zen. I'm so excited. Yes, let me write them down before I forget. Not that I would ever forget these beautiful men's faces. But I think I have one that I tried to remember really hard because I knew I would want to talk about mm-hmm, him mm-hmm. for this next recording. I have one that's questionable. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like morally or? Yeah, a little bit. Ooh, okay. Can't wait. Um, okay. S- episode six. We're starting off in the club. Yes. Well, it's starting off with Angela trying to get Bones to go to a club, which that is not her style. This was such a great way to get back into Bones for 2020. Oof. Because I have to admit, the break that we took, I couldn't really quite remember the last five episodes. Oh, me neither. So then I was trying to be like, is this was a common theme-ish? Yeah. She had tried to get her to go out to a club in Before, an earlier episode. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So she did it. She did. Um. I immediately spotted a, like a moderately sized necklace <laughs> oh. on bon- bones. Oh, yeah. It looked like an entire geo rock just like hanging off of her neck. And I was like, hey, uh, looks like a cool rock, though. <laughs> was objectively pretty. I thought the rock was. I mean, I took a, I managed to take a few pictures while I was actually watching. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, and it was like like blue or something. Oh, or something. this one's brown. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yes, I noticed that very much yeah. later. Yes. And I think she was wearing that same one a couple of times. She did. Yes, I continued yeah. to keep track of the necklaces. This I episode. never remembered them. I happened to notice it this time because it's hard not to because it's yeah. so goddamn big. Correct. Um, but so they get to the club. Yes. Did you see what the club is called? No. It's the basement. B a s s. Uh, that but makes that's sense. also the name of the, the record records. label. Yes. So I don't know, like, does the record label have its own club? I guess. Named after the record label? Apparently. I feel like this might have been an oversight. But it's called you The know, Basement, and I, let me tell you, I had a little bit of a chuckle. I didn't see that, but when I, because I watch everything with closed captioning, so Same. when I saw them mention the record label, right. and it was Basement Records, yes. B-A-S-S, I also yes. was like, this is dumb. I, I was, was like, like, oh, Bones. I, I, I couldn't understand. So, okay. So the whole thing is they're going to this club to reveal what is eventually going to be some sort of rapper related murder. So right. it's like you're all talking about like, quote unquote, urban music yes. and like beefs between rappers and DJs mm-hmm. or whatever. So I was like, is basement like B-A-S-S meant to be somehow threatening though? Oh, no. I think it's just a fun, classic okay. play on words. Okay. Because I was like, like... putting on a, a old broken-in sweater. Oh, bones. Okay. Because I was like, oh, is this supposed guys. to be like, ha-ha, death row record? So it's like basement oh. record. I was just like, what? I think it's just... Is a- this a threat? But it's also base, so it made me first think of the fish. And then I... The fish? Well, because bass. So I oh. saw it, and I was like, bassment <laughs> records. Because <laughs> I was like, apparently reading and listening at two different speeds that's um, hilarious and i was like this isn't threatening or tough at all i would love for there to be across the street just like <laughs> a bait and tackle shop also yes. called the basement, basement. yeah <laughs> basement. oh it'd be wonderful um yeah so they're in the club mm-hmm. they're in basement a hilarious miscommunication oh over racial um insensitivities well, and stereotypes 
erupts. Yes, before that, Bones says, classic Bones. <gasps> oh, yeah! She's One of the many things out of her mouth is, is my costume all right? I wrote this down, and it was the first Bones tally yep. of 2020, Oof. people. It was a solid one. Look, she's a genius, right? <laughs> she doesn't know the word outfit, though. She's a genius with an extremely limited vocabulary. She's an anthropologist, so she presumably studies human behavior. Still doesn't know the word outfit. And, like, not just human behavior. If you're looking at various, you know, tribes of people or whatever. Right. You're looking at what they fucking wear, you idiot. And you wouldn't call them costumes. That's such a great point. Right. You wouldn't study, like, another people yeah. like, and be like, look at the costumes they have on. You'd look be at like this, a, these you'd old say, Dutch settlers. What is up with these yeah. costumes? No. Like, what is their clothing? What are their right. outfits? What's happening? Yeah. So this she period says, dress. it's my costume, all right. Why Angela didn't immediately punch her in the face is beyond me. Honestly, I guess that's what friendship is. This is one of those things where I was like, why are they friends? Let me tell you something. If you, if we ever go to a club, which will never happen. but if we I ever can totally do, imagine you dragging me to a club, Jax. <laughs> I know that's what you've been dying to do this whole time. <laughs> but instead, I was like, we're podcasting? <laughs> this is a long con just leading up to this. Will you come to a club with me? Only if it's as punny as basement mm. records. I will warn you, if you ask me, if, is your costume all right? I will hurt you okay that's fine and i accept it <laughs> you'll punch me and leave me for dead in the middle of the floor 100 yeah, <laughs> to be trampled by everyone else in the club that's fine and i deserved it i'll start a fight over a racial thing and then just throw you into the middle genuinely of all bones deserved when she said that was violence like there was uh, yes. no other appropriate answer like no. that was what she should have gotten a mm-hmm. slap to the face a punch 100%. to the face a kick in the groin whatever but instead she starts saying something about tribes Tribes. and i can't remember why was she is it that she was starting to talk about the music like rap heavy rap music's playing it's reminiscent of some kind of uh, cultural thing she's like trying to explain it to be like oh this is like really cool music and it's very yeah and then so she starts in a club full of obviously black black people people. she starts screaming the world this words like this is very tribal or something around and then know your surroundings right and and then that that was the other thing too i was like racist i know that the whole thing about her is that so she's supposed to be so um she's so straightforward and she takes everything so literally that she maybe wouldn't understand a stereotype or something but again as a genius having been raised in the modern world does she not know what racism is as an anthropologist even better there's no excuse like what because you're essentially i would think that kind of it seems like in part of the show like her she wants to kind of break stereotypes that are factually inaccurate so you have to know the stereotypes before you do that. Bitch, don't be racist. Honestly, like, here's the thing. I actually, like I said, can't remember very much of the last five episodes. No, it's all either. a haze. But it's also weird because it's like, I felt like in this episode, there were a couple inconsistencies in their characters that like didn't make sense to me. Mm. I could totally see them writing. Maybe they already did in the last five episodes or will soon in one of the next episodes. Having her very condescendingly explain something about stereotypes of people because she's an anthropologist. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It doesn't, it's so like incongruent with who she's supposed to 100%. be and then she was just like yeah tribalism natives animals whatever she kept mm. like sc- screaming these words yeah and then all the people in the club around her would be like are you calling us like tribal and right. like animals and just like whatever right so a fight she's breaks a, out she's an idiot she deserved to get hit in the face she wasn't instead she 
does the slowest kick in the world and kicks a man right. in the chest. This kick would not have moved this man an inch. We see he was that like, she's a kung fu master. He was like 6'3 and like jacked. Right. He'd be like, ah, ha, ha, ha. And then he would break her in half. Hordes of angry black people are coming at her because she race, racially was insensitive. Uh-huh. I was rooting for them. I was like, you should beat her. <laughs> yes, correct. But then she managed to fend them all off single-handedly mm-hmm. with her masterful kung fu skills yes and yes like you said kicked a like six foot something 200 pound man yeah clean through a wall right just through the wall of a club yes and then it rained down meth yes and if you recall as the powder was falling all around them angela like tastes some that uh-huh. drops on and her finger says, and she uh-oh. just goes uh-oh very knowingly and i was like angela's wild <laughs> she can taste the meth in is, the air <laughs> like meth is meth like I would understand it more if it was Coke. I thought it was Coke That's at first. That's what I was thinking. Because then, like, I could absolutely... You know Angela has sorted right. several lines of Coke That's, in her days. Of course. She probably but, just did it before they went to the club. But meth? Well, and I... That's a whole... That's like... I know nothing about meth. Me? I know nothing about... I'm the squarest person you'll ever meet. Same. Does it have a distinct flavor? I have no idea. Do but I people feel like aren't sh- chomping on meth rocks, right? I don't think so. Okay. And I, uh, given her character, her character would totally do coke, not meth. I like. I don't know yes. why they made it meth instead of it's coke. The like, why wouldn't you make it white coke? privileged person's drug, right? Yeah. Yeah. She do like meth is. I feel like more like a you're in the, you know, yeah, you're Breaking of, Bad. You're in the middle it's of sort the of trashy. It is. Yeah. So like, it's weird that they, it was meth. Yep. I don't. But she very knowingly, she knew right up. away, she knows exactly what it is. And so her and Bones, because mm-hmm. they're standing in this shower of powder, yes. inadvertently become high. Mm-hmm. So when the police and everyone arrives and everyone from the Jeffersonian arrives on site, they're acting crazy. Like they keep commenting on how Bones' eyes, like her pupils are enormous. If you thought that Bones could not get more annoying, yeah. you were wrong. She's trying to like act manic and be like, oh my God, Zach, Zach, get over here. Let's look at this. Blah, blah, blah. Like she's like talking fast and kind of crazy. It Thankfully, it only lasted for a second. Yes. And for whatever reason, fucking Tessa shows up there too. Because I guess her and Booth she, were on a date. And so yeah. she like came with mm-hmm. him. And then it was Angela, weird and tense. Yes. And Angela is just trying to destroy this couple. Oh, from minute one, stirring the pot, sticking her nose in. Like, they're sitting there in a cloud of meth with a body just, <laughs> like, found in the wall, yes. like a mummified body. And she's just there being like, what's the deal with you and Tessa? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Tessa, frankly, doesn't look pleased either. But I, yeah. I, I assume it's because she doesn't like mummified bodies in walls. I don't know. If being interrupted in the middle of your date by a weird murder and now you're seeing... A bunch of messed out idiot nerds yeah. who are studying a creepy body in a wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on there, and I don't blame Tessa. I get it. That's weird. I can cut her the slack on this one. Yes. yes. <sighs> um, so, yes. So the person in the wall is DJ Mount. Yeah. Which, that's a terrible like, name. What? You could come up with anything. I mean, look, so what you find out later from his like dad comes in and mm-hmm. you hear all these like testimonials from other people who knew him. He's apparently like a very nice, smart, yes, Christian kid. Yes. Who just, I guess, loves hip hop, but he played very clean music, whatever. Yes. So like maybe he wanted not a ridiculous name. I don't know. I like, what is that? I, I just, it well, doesn't even make, 
Look, let's not forget that his rival in this show, is by the way, because that's they immediately try to set up a rival thing to be like, is the rival who killed him? Is yeah. His name is Rolls. R-U-L-Z. Yeah. Which I was also he like, He broke what? the rules when it came to spelling things. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, this is just so unwieldy to say, and it's like not interesting. or like I don't get it. Like, but Mount doesn't even like, is, is it just for the sexual connotation? Like what is, what is that even? I assume not, because they kept talking about how he was, his dad kept talking about how he taught him to have a personal relationship with Jesus. So I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. I can't explain most of the things that happened in this episode. Although I will episode. say DJ Rules was cute. Yeah. And, but also the whole thing that I kept thinking this entire time as I was watching this episode, I was like, everybody in this writer's room must have been so white. Like just watching the way that this the episode unfolded. Whitest. I was like this, everyone here is so white. Everyone on the show is so white. Everyone in the writer's room was so white. This is so white. This is so white. This is so white. <laughs> they're trying to pretend like they're in the middle of some hip hop rivalry war. And I'm like, this is so painful. It was painful. To see. It was. But okay. Um, yes. So they bring the body back to the Jeffersonian. Mm-hmm. I got excited because they did like a fun, like classic bones, gross out, gory thing where she cuts off the, because the body oh in the God. wall was mummified. Yes. Like, cause it was just like, there was, I guess, air convection back there. So it was like really well preserved, but just mm-hmm. really dehydrated. She takes the hands off and rehydrates them in just like a jar of water. And then in front of Booth, and we see this all as they're like talking about this case, the camera's just watching her do it. Mm-hmm. She degloves the hand mm-hmm. and then puts puts the skin on her hand like a glove so she can take the prints off of it. My God. What a sight. It was gross. Yes. But interesting. Sure. And I will say that Booth's little quip made me laugh aloud. His little quip? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. But she puts the hand on. (gasps) Oh, right. She goes, I guess you won't be needing mittens for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just so stupid, but I wasn't <laughs> expecting it. Oh boy, I got to chuckle yeah, out of it. There were a couple quips this episode that I was like, huh? <laughs> um, <laughs> Who punched this up? <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I was really excited by it because I was like, this is the bones we know and love, where it's like not bloody, gro- messy gore, mm-hmm. but it's like still like gory and gross yes. and squeamy, squeamish. But um, s- somewhat based in science, even yes. if it's only loosely. Yes. I'll take it. Um, I will point out that this is the next day in the lab Mm because they keep talking about her her and Angela are having, I don't know, do you have like a meth hangover? Whatever. They're like coming down from the meth. So they're both like, ooh. But um, she's she's changed her necklace, just FYI, Mm -hmm. to like Mm -hmm. a very tasteful, just like red two strand one that she wears. I think a lot actually just went. It's her around the office necklace. So I didn't include it in the tally because it was like normal. Oh, okay. Because I I decided to only tally the monstrous ones. Okay, fair. (laughs) Totally fair. But I just wanted to point out that she did change her necklace. Okay. Yeah. I'll keep an eye out for that. Um, so then DJ Mount's dad comes in to, at simultaneously to Booth. And he's talking about how, because in the news, it's like, oh, this DJ was found with all this meth, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he must have been a drug horrified dealer by or something. The smearing of his son's reputation, which totally fair. Um, but he did say, so he's going over all these great attributes of his son. He brings in a box of knickknacks. Yes. Like souvenirs from his childhood. Uh, yeah, like medals and yeah. trophies and graduation he's a good picture. Kid. But he said that he graduated third in his high school class and he would have graduated first, but he had a full time job. Yep. It is not possible to have a full time job and also attend high school. Here's the thing. I don't actually know what full-time job means sometimes because you hear that a lot for people who are like, 
like sometimes you'll see people be like, oh, when I was in college, I worked two part-time jobs to work through college. And so I don't get the math. If you're working two part-time jobs. I mean, I mean it know. could be you're working twice a week. You're working, you know, for four hours at one place. And then other days you're working for four hours at, you know, another place. Oh, I guess it, part-time doesn't mean half of a full-time. What? <laughs> okay. Did I just reveal something about myself that I don't know how the world works? I guess I just assumed full-time job meant 40 hours a week. Right. So if you're saying part-time, I guess I just assumed it meant 40 hours or less, or th- uh, 20 hours or less. Uh, I think it's but a I think little I just more hours. malleable in its meaning than full-time, okay. which full-time to me means you're every day you're going in for eight hours, which you cannot do if you are in high school. But I feel like people also say that about school. T- like, like example, like again, college will be like, oh yeah, we're full-time through college too. I don't know, man. College, at least you're, you're not... There are days where you don't have classes and stuff, but high school, you're going every day and he's playing sports. Yeah. So how does he have a full-time job? No, I totally agree with you. It didn't make sense. I was very annoyed by it. It doesn't matter. I I don't know what my problem is. But I, when I I heard it and I was like, I don't get it, but I assumed it was because I don't get a lot of stuff about that apparently because I hear these kinds of phrases a lot and I'm like, I don't know what that means. I think it's just one of those things where it's just easy for anyone in the writer's room could have just raised a hand and been like, that doesn't make sense. But nobody did. They could have just said, and he played, he, and he had a full uh, part-time job. Yeah. That's it. Or he, and he worked every day after school at blank. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Come on, man. Easy, easy little things. This is a podcast where we just complain about a show that we <laughs> claim to enjoy. Uh, <laughs> in case you've not listened before. Or and if I'm you're sorry. me, I ask questions like, is... One full-time job equivalent to two part-time jobs? <laughs> is it literally just half? Is that the math? Is it part-time job plus part-time job equals full-time job? <laughs> is that how it goes? And then I reveal how I'm so naive about the world. Oh, but you have a PhD. And I okay. mean, you're so smart. Very naive. <laughs> um, oh, and they also, so the father of DJ Mount also goes on and on about how his son is Christian. He has this relationship with Jesus. Yes. But then he also mentions... That he brings in, he takes out of this box the quintessential like little kid handprint where they take a kid's palm and they yes. place it in paint and then they like whatever. I didn't love this part either. Oh boy, which is oh, okay. Like it's very cliche. And then he says that a woman who reads palms said that he'd be a great man. Like, so I have a lot of questions. Did uh-huh. he read the palm as a child? Did he look at this post death? Like. What if he? I what if you're a religious person? I would imagine that you would not go to someone who claims to be a palm reader because that's. I don't know. I feel like that and religion don't go together. Yeah, and here's the thing. Even if it did, I just frankly didn't understand why he was pulling up the little cast thing, like the little handprint thing, because like you would read the palm not the handprint because it's just like a depression you don't see the lines it was colored in blue like it was a handprint that they painted it like, i just got confused maybe the lines would be in there I, it seemed like he was like look at this handprint like my a son child's like, handprint. surely this means my son was a good read man. the palm do you also not agree that this palm is the palm of a, a good, good man i will say i was very confused yes it wasn't the greatest moment. I will say, to be positive, Booth was very empathetic yes. in the moment. And even though he had been like, sir, you know, kids grow up and sometimes they, they change, change. 
he could see the pain in the father's eyes. Yes. So he just said, I totally, you know, something along the sides of now I see what you mean. Yes. I understand. Even right. though, because he just. Very compassionate. He knew what the dad needed to hear. The dad was crying. Yes. And then they were able to connect because his mm-hmm. dad like mentioned something from the Bible and then Booth was and able to knew, quote the yes. Psalm yeah. and then the dad was comforted because he was like, Oh, you know your Psalm. So I guess he trusted that he was like a good Christian man who would do everything he could yes. so to it's find Booth his son's killer. Being a good uh, Christian dude, Christian dude and knowing how to do his job well and his people skills and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah. He was, shines. It was a nice moment. moment. Mm hmm. And then we go back to the goddamn lab. Yes. And actually, one of the lines that I really appreciated in this exchange, because Zach is sitting there. I can't even remember what he's doing at this point. I probably just like, look, I probably wasn't playing that close attention. Let's be real. Yeah, no, same. I, I just remember <laughs> they were eyeballs because I wrote woo eyeballs because I got excited <laughs> about the gore because I was like, this was like one of the goriest episodes. Like, like the other episodes haven't been that excessively well, gross. Well, usually they're like goopy. Yeah. This one was a different type of ickiness. It felt like they were really going out of their way to be like, ooh, gross. Because like Hodgins yeah. takes out the eyeballs to like analyze the meth dust. Because <laughs> apparently you can still analyze meth dust yeah. in the fluid of the eyes. I don't know. I, I couldn't tell. Was it like they got sprinkled with meth dust? I don't know. And like, and then apparently well, you can match meth dust to other meth dust, which I didn't know. Duh. <laughs> I was All like, me- okay. Each, each- piece of meth is like a snowflake i guess it has a very <laughs> distinct molecular signature and he scraped it off them eyeballs i think out of them i think they were like in ew oh i didn't realize that. Remember, like they say that it got shoved into dj mount right they were able to deduce because well because he said it was in like the vitreous fluid or something of the eyes i i just gathered that somehow it was so in the eyeballs was, or on the eyeballs. It was so yeah. coating them or in them or something yeah. that they knew that he was basically suffocated to death by yes. meth. <laughs> like a package or something of meth was like held against his face. Yeah. Yeah. But what I appreciated from this scene is like Zach's there doing, I can't even remember what at this point. Standing and they're awkwardly. S- talking about the club or something or maybe Bones is being like, I like, because several points throughout this episode, she remarks on how much she likes the music. There's constantly rap music yes. playing in the background that she's presumably listening to to like learn more about the victim and the rival and all this to like listen to the lyrics and be like, what's their beef and all that. Um, and then she's always just like, oh, I really like this music. And you're like, great, cool, Bones. Um, oh, you're such a cool white woman. Yeah. Like, fuck off. Even this, you know, uptight anthropologist can appreciate hip hop. This show deals with race very awkwardly sometimes. Very stupid. And I want, like, oh. It's just, yeah, I was like, are we I supposed feel to like feel they mean well? Oh, it just doesn't, sure. It doesn't come out well because it's probably just a room of white people. You know what you was said. annoying about it? I think to me, it was just like they're trying to make her seem more interesting and cool because she's doing something you wouldn't expect right. which is like she likes hip hop music that doesn't mean and she like, has a okay. personality right. she's still an idiot and it's just like uh, it's just very a little like I don't know I didn't like it but anyway the point being Zach and her are talking I think about dancing like maybe he's like were you guys dancing in the club or anything and I think she might have said yes like it, or something but oh, and at yeah. some point she's like do you dance he's right, like right. I don't dance I've been told I look like a marionette in a windstorm which was great and I laughed so hard at that <laughs> I was like that is the best thing Zach has ever and said and it's a great description it is such a great line yeah and then I was like should I take I like away a bones tally like it wasn't even bones who said it <laughs> but like somebody deserves credit yeah. for this line there, a writer came in and wrote like three decent lines in this episode and it really made me happy it was an excellent singer yeah um 
So they find a uh, what Angela enlightens them about, which is oh, they God. find what they thought I think was an earring, right? But it was actually a belly button ring. Yeah, and from like halfway across the platform that they're on. Angela looks at it and goes, wow, that's a beautiful piece. Now, it was just a heart covered in, like, blood. Blood and You guts. couldn't see anything on it. And it was just in the shape of a heart. Yeah. So I don't know what she was looking at. No. But she was impressed she by it. She was just needing to say something in that moment. Yes. To show that she's cool and knows what a belly button ring is. Right. So they had found this ring in the same part of the wall where the body was. So mm-hmm. they were like, here's a clue. Mm-hmm. And they like clean off the belly button ring. Yeah. And it says love, love rules. rules. So Amazing. whoever got it, got it from rules. Yo, DJ rules. So they go find rules. Mm-hmm. Oh, but he's so cute, so I'm okay with it. They walk into a studio, and one of the first things he says when he sees them, which Mm. I was kind of like, huh? He's like, is the FBI recruiting from America's Top Model now? And again, I know we've talked about this before, and I was like, you're right. She Bones is very pretty. She's very pretty. But I was just like, what? Well, the funny (laughs) thing is, I wasn't looking at the TV exactly when he said it, and when I looked up, I looked at Booth, and I was like, what? (laughs) And then I realized she was there, and like, oh, duh, it's for her, not for him. Because he is beautiful. I mean, he is. So it confused me for a moment. And I'm just being a catty bitch. But I was just like, (laughs) are we overstating things a bit? Like, yeah, she's very beautiful. But like, okay, maybe. Okay, fine. You know what? I'm going to back away from this because you're right. I shouldn't be tearing down women. She's gorgeous. She could easily be a top model. As long as she doesn't take meth and she can keep her mouth shut. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um... uh, I will say she has a lot of layers in her hair. Did you notice this? I, I actually really liked her hair this episode. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought There's it looked better than usual. There's a lot of layers. Usual. Well, because usually it can kind of be flat and kind of frizzy looking, and I thought it looked pretty good. I mean, that's an amazing still that I took. I will definitely I mean, put that on I'm the I'm impressed, and Thank you. they're very high quality, <laughs> and you should post them. Um, It's a lot of layers. More than I expected. It doesn't look bad. I was just surprised. And Angela... Surprised because she's her character is not someone who would have a lot of layers in her hair? I don't know. In the past, she hasn't. And mm-hmm. so almost she had a bunch. And then also they did too many layers with Angela. But Angela doesn't have as much hair. Um, and so it doesn't look great. That one still that you're just showing me right now. Like, what the fuck is with those bangs? I Maybe I missed this completely. Her but hair's I don't not remember great this. in this episode. Well, I think maybe I blacked out the bangs. Also, Zach Addy's hair is terrible. I mean, I Zach, I don't like, even what register is that him anymore. Haircut? I don't know that I even look cute. at him. <laughs> and they just ruin it with weird Wait, haircuts. You think he's cute? Zach I mean, he's, yeah, cute. he's cute. But oh, cute. okay, yeah, yeah. You know, like he could look better than they make him look. Yeah, but it's probably on purpose. But they can give him shaggy hair, but it doesn't have, like, look out. It's like a mullet. They make him look dumpy. It's terrible. Yes, you're right. They they did him dirty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, they go, they talk to DJ Rules, blah, blah, blah. Um, then they, do you have anything? I don't, I didn't take anything. All he reveals is what? Like, he gave that belly button ring to a girl named Eva that he was dating, but then she basically went and started dating DJ Mount. Um, Eve. Eve did, yes. So, like, all we know is that the woman who was also presumably in the 
back of the wall was Eve. Was Eve. Yeah. So now they have to go find Eve. Oh, he tells them that she has a brother. Yes. Right. And she has a kid a daughter, yeah. that he, she left with the brother and like disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um, they I will say they so they cleaned off. They cleaned the bones and whatnot. Yeah. But like the the kid had a family like I hope they got permission from the dad to be like, we're going to scrape all the skin of your son off these bones. It occurred to me like, do you also, need permission? I would think so. But if it's like a murder investigation, do they ask for that stuff? I mean, like, like for example, if you yeah. find a murdered body, doesn't, don't they automatically do like an autopsy or something? You can't say no, don't do it. Right. They could do an autopsy, but like they clean, like it was just bones. Left. That's a good point. And usually I feel like the victims are not, sometimes they have families. A lot of times they like, they're just kind of random like, people. Yeah. So it occurred to me like, oh, I, again, it's a TV show. It's not real. But I was like, that seems like maybe. That's a good point. They like identified this body super early on and very early on a family member came immediately yeah. who clearly very much cared about the victim. Yeah. That's a good point. Anyways, just a logistical thing because I'm obsessed with logistics. Well, you were thinking about a very real possible like emotional component. Yeah. All I could think about in this moment was like, do you think that forever episode is just the same set of prop bones? Just of like varying sizes, I guess. Yeah. Probably. Like if they need to make, but if it's adults, do you always, do you think it's just like the same bones all the time? I guess so. I don't know why I thought about that. I was like, they're yeah, not no. genuinely buying like six, like, well, what now? 200 something different sets of bones for every episode. Yeah, they probably have like what, like six or eight that they rotate through. Like, this yeah. is a white male or whatever. Yeah. This is like, like a little this is a kid child. Yeah. yeah. This probably. is like a large man. This is a small man or totally. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you. If they think everyone can even notice that. I wonder if there would be enough nerds out there who'd be like, that's clearly not a Caucasian male. That's like an Asian one or something. Maybe, but also whatever the fuck. Like, given how many other inconsistencies are in these shows, oftentimes I'm just like, is that? I just don't don't know know. why I fixated on this, Mm. but I was immediately like, I wonder if that's just the same bones in every episode. When we have David Boreanaz on the show, yes, we will shirtless obs. We'll ask him (laughs) the inside scoop. Yeah, Um, the little girl is super cute. She is. Um, and Eve's brother's handsome. He is. And then I was like, man, he's caring for his niece and he loves yes. her so much. I'm he's automatically so protective even of her. attracted. Yes. He's teaching people to crunk <laughs> so that they don't <laughs> fall into a life of crime. I feel like I could see the anger in that actor's eyes when he had, was forced to say these stupid lies written yeah. by stupid white people. <laughs> yeah. What are they doing? They're crunking. Oh boy. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> to keep them out of the streets. Oh my god. Um so he oh, they showed a picture of Eve with her daughter. Mm-hmm. All the guys, all the rappers or I should say just DJ Rules and DJ Mount, they seem pretty young. Yes. She <gasps> looks yes. a lot older than I'm them. I'm glad you said that because I also got confused by it. Like she if you had told me that that woman was like 40, yes, I would believe it. Not and to be ageist. Right. And she looks like, great, huh. but it's just like, oh, those guys are like in their early 20s They tops. look like they're like 21. And this woman is significantly older. Yes running around interesting but he i mean so like the brother hinted at that she had consistently had like 
drug issues or something right and so like sh- that was partly why even though she like dropped her child off and never showed back up he didn't really say much or do like alert any authorities because he just assumed he was, she was right. doing the typical thing right so like okay yeah it was just i was just surprised when they i got a glimpse of the photo <laughs> <laughs> i me too i i was also surprised i'd also like to point out at this point by now um bones has switched to her third necklace <laughs> the mo- it looks like a slice of rock it's that's huge. the one i just showed you the picture of right exactly yeah, it's it, very it's big. covering her entire chest it's just it's like they didn't want her to show any skin i don't get what's happening i know we're only six episodes <laughs> in but i just sometimes i look at the show and i'm like is the entire budget just for her accessories i think a big chunk and weirdly, Angela was wearing like no jewelry this episode. I don't know if you noticed that, but I was I just like I surprised. Because sometimes oh, she has a little necklace here. Yeah, everyone's also like there was one she wore like a white one with like dangly stuff on it. But like most of the episode, she, most of the episode she didn't have like big honker necklaces though. And mm. I was like, huh. Well, I never pay attention. I did happen to notice her big earrings this time though, because I was looking at that hair. Um, I will say because we're always just scraping to find something positive. <laughs> Um, Hodgins was not annoying in this episode Mm. he was actually had a nice moment I feel like with him and Booth being trying to think about like what the motive would be and like kind of what happened and he's perfectly pleasant he's just like I'm just a bugs and slime guy and like this is what I love yeah 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 and he was not annoying at all and that made me happy and I wonder if this is where his character starts to turn into like a nicer wow that's a quick adjustment I hope so Five episodes in, yeah. Maybe they realize like they're like he shouldn't be a dick. (laughs) (laughs) We should want to root for these people. Yeah, Um, very possibly. Mm. Oh, I have another positive. Yes, Um, they introduce uh, when the I can't remember the main record producer guy's name. Hall, (gasps) Raymond, Raymond Robert, something Hall with an R and Hall. So when Hall he comes in to Booth's office at some point and he brings like his bodyguard, and then it turns out and the bodyguard and Booth kind of share a weird look and you're not sure what's going on. Turns out the bodyguard is actually (laughs) an undercover FBI agent. Perf, obviously, because. The U.S. government is definitely going to pay to have a man go undercover in the world of rap. Absolutely. That was hilarious. But I will say I appreciate it because he's handsome. He was handsome. But also they seemed very tense with each other. And I goes I confused don't know why. Because like, bros. He, yeah. He came in to be like, okay, I'm identifying myself. I'm undercover FBI, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Here's what I know about it. This whole situation, which wasn't a much. Um but, like, it seemed, like, ever so slightly, like, sort of antagonistic in the yeah. room while they were chatting. I was confused. Like, did is there a beef here that we're supposed to know about? I thought it was going to pay off later in the end. It never did. I mean, and they give so, each other a little smile at the end of yeah, the episode. Yeah. Like, the next time they see each other, they, like, have some sort of, com- quote-unquote, confrontation. Right. And then he's just, like, wink, wink. And yeah. I don't know. It was It weird. did seem weirdly tense that I wasn't sure about why. Yeah. Maybe they cut something out of the episode. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, around this time as well Mm -hmm. angela pulled out her computer she put together a simulation oh i totally blanked out for that i was totally playing candy crush on my phone Um, so please tell me what happened so the body's in the wall and they're like this part of the wall was so narrow they think he got stuck in there but they know there was another person in there 
they found a blood smear on the wall and the belly button ring, so they assume another woman was in there with this body, which we now know is Eve. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, I and that, say I understood why they were, like, the whole belly button ring thing yeah. did freak me out. So the whole point is it was so narrow. They were squeezing through this narrow passage. So now they're deducing, oh, they must have been, like, being pursued by someone. So the two of them, DJ Mount and Eve, are, like, squeezing through this narrow passage and her belly button ring rips out, which is disgusting. Um, and that's why it leaves the blood smear on the wall. But then DJ Mount clearly got stuck and then got suffocated in there. But she ran off. Mm-hmm. Um, so the simulation looks ridiculous it <laughs> looks like like version one of the sims level Aww. bad like cgi like like the bodies don't look like human forms like they're she like literally <laughs> created this simulation of like them in the wall and then two human forms like running through and she being like and see this is where it got really narrow and they got stuck and so you see these like little avatars on the screen like getting stuck in the wall but they're so poorly rendered and it looks so ridiculous that they don't even look like actual human beings and then they get stuck in a wall so they become like really creepily like bent around at like odd angles it just it's just like so messed up i was like don't even show it please if this is what it looks like don't show it just just show some other vague diagram or like outlines or something like have her fucking sketch it for god's sakes with a goddamn paper and pencil like it looked so bad and maybe it's because at that time people don't have the reference point that we have now for what cgi can look like but it just looks so horrifying that it made it made me feel like well this puts everything in question i would not trust a single thing from the jeffersonian if i saw this simulation i would not believe a goddamn thing they have to say because i'd be like if this is the quality of your work and your expertise you're clearly morons <laughs> i don't know angela in the previous episodes is doing fucking holograms here's the thing okay so <laughs> I like that you like let me vent my anger and then you're very gently gonna come in and be like here's the thing <laughs> She probably did this in about 17 minutes. First of all, yes. She probably whipped this up using real world variables. She. <laughs> you. I think you're being a little bit unfair. <laughs> <laughs> Only in that. When it's too good, we're like, why is it so fucking good? But then when it's bad, it should always be at this level of bad. Pick a direction then. Don't show me a fucking hologram that's more lifelike than anything I've ever seen. It's as if the people are there in the room with you. And then the next day, show me the jankiest computer simulation that like looks like something reminiscent from a 1995 PC game. Like, what is happening right now? <laughs> I don't know why this one thing there bugs no me so much. There's no satisfying you, Zen. I, you're right. You're, okay, look, I'm being really harsh. I she, This took somewhere between an hour <laughs> and, uh, like, a year. With all her real-world variables, maybe she got them real last minute. Right. She probably did it, like, just, like, in a minute. She's just like, you know, let me just she whip this up really quick. of her meth high. <laughs> She's she's you're right you know what it's not like that's the only part of her job right she's not only writing computer simulations her job unclear empathizing considering quitting (laughs) drawing (laughs) sketches to humanize people and occasionally whipping up quick computer programs yeah okay you know I, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> Le, whichever episode ago, we watched a human man crush a child's <laughs> chest in very realistically. And now I'm subjected to, yeah, I don't know, 
the sims but okay Fair. you're right Fair. but during this time mm-hmm. bones is also like reacting really like ooh, like grossed out to the simulation and everyone's like what you do with dead bodies and stuff and gore why are you so I grossed out by I this i will say in this sense i of everything in the show that did disturb me the most yeah the idea of a belly button ring ripping out Ugh. yeah but then like, because I think Angela's kind of like, what? You're grossed out by this? And then Which Booth. also fair. Yeah. But Booth jumps in. He's like, look, I've shot a lot of people in my time. And I have to admit, that belly button thing makes me nauseous, too. It was a very. <laughs> Booth is very empathetic in this episode. I got to give it to him. Because I thought he was joking at first. And then I realized it was written to be serious. just flippantly says that. That he should I've shot a lot of I'm, people in my time. I've taken a lot of lives. Listen, I'm a killer. Okay. But it's not like I've, because there's a difference between shooting. Yeah. It's not like I've seen a lot of terrible things. It's that I've shot men. Yeah. I've personally committed many acts of murder. (laughs) I'm a one-man genocide So you know I have a high threshold for this kind of thing. Normally, I wouldn't even, like, blink at this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's empathetic. (laughs) Yeah, um, this is him and Bones connecting. It is. This is their partnership Weirdly, growing. And she seemed appreciative of that. Yeah, they're both like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then, so they know that. They know that the Eve is dead. They're not sure where to find her. Uh, the guy, the producer Hall, tries to make it seem like DJ rules. Like, he had this studio built, and so that maybe um, maybe she is buried on the concrete there. Yeah. So in comes Tootie the Cadaver Dog. So adorable. Which, this sloppy, drooly dog. Oh, Lord. So cute. It was hilarious. And then Tootie <laughs> identifies the body. Yes. Or finds it and lays down. And Booth says something about, they're like, oh, he's found it. And he's like, or maybe he's just tired or lazy. Yeah, he's like, he calls him lazy. Which I thought was also kind of funny. I didn't hate this episode, I guess. No, I have to say that as much as I'm ranting about it, I actually liked it. This is like probably the least amount of notes I've taken. I have like two pages. But I was surprised that Booth seemed so cranky about the dog. I was like, his character, you would think, should. Love cool. dogs and should be obsessed with Tootie. He was so grumpy about Tootie the entire time. Well, he was very grumpy in general. That's true. They did also make a lot of this, comments about that. Yeah, Booth and Tessa, uh, or Tessa comes in to give him a shirt. And then they have the most chaste kiss I've ever seen. Like... <laughs> I can't miss that. Catholic priests would be like, come on. (laughs) You could do a little bit better than that. Like, it was so just like, it was so chaste, it was gross. It was like barely anything. Was that on purpose? Yes, it's to show the tension between them. Um, But it's still, I found it disturbing. And Angel's in there again, stirring the pot, being like, oh. Because they've been talking about a vacation. Going on a vacation to Jamaica, yeah. Like, Booth has been talking to the people on the team about like his plans and so she's like oh you guys are going on vacation together mm-hmm. that's the step right before you move in together Which, like, definitely not the case didn't think so either she's just making up her own rules she's great at that she's a maniac um so then they bring in dj rules yes 
Can I ask you a question though about of Angela? Oh, do yeah. we think that she's doing this just because she likes to do this, or is she still on some sort of vendetta for Bones? I think she's hoping to break them up so that Bones. He will end up with bones. Okay, so there is definitely still the ulterior. Yeah. Mo- it's not just her just being like, "I'm Angela. I'm crazy, just, and I like to be nosy." Yeah, I think so. Okay, that's okay. Fine. I mean, hopefully, otherwise, she truly is psychotic. Like, fuck that. She's still high on the meth. <laughs> <laughs> um. So doing so during uh, DJ Rolls interrogation. Booth is going to help him kind of boost his street cred. Yep, if you will. And Bones doesn't understand. Oh, my God. I think you oh, yeah. are going to say the same thing I wrote. She says, so when he's like, oh, yeah, I'll put you in jail for like a month. And DJ yeah. Rose is like, sweet. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And Bones says. He's like, I'm sweetening the pot. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. going to charge you with this murder, too. Totally. And it's. Yeah. And DJ Rose is stoked. And Bones says, uh-huh. what am I in backwards? Wait, what am I in backwards world? Correct. <laughs> I also wrote that down. <laughs> No other notes next to it. I just wrote the line because I was like, oh, I think that speaks for itself. It was the stupidest, greatest thing. Oh, this this episode has all sorts of just little, just gems. I didn't mark that as a bones tally, but in retrospect, I wonder if it should have been. I mean, yes, but also no. Yeah, because it's, it's not so about her being annoyingly smart and like not understanding things. I mean, like understanding regular life things. It's so dumb that I don't, I'm not even annoyed by it because it's like dumb and childish sounding. Yeah. Well, it's also so clunky. Like it's very clunky. And I think I'm also just confused because I'm so used to hearing people say bizarro world because like you're making like a Superman reference or something. Yeah. But then I'm like, okay, so like opposite day. Yeah. Right. So it's like, okay, so she wouldn't maybe know about (laughs) Superman. But she should know about Opposite Day. I can't wait until something happens and I get to text you. Where what are we I? in backwards, backwards world? world? <laughs> <laughs> and I hope like, you're somewhere very public and you just cackle. I mean, Opposite Day is also very childish, but at least it makes more sense. Like it sounds it's more common. normal. It's yeah. a phrase people actually say yeah. in the world. 100%. Well, oh, she so invented her own place. Backwards yeah. world. Um, so... Then they realize, Zach identifies that uh, on the bones that there is, they know DJ Rules doesn't, is not involved. Yeah. But there's some weird anomaly on both Eve and uh, DJ Mount in their bones. There's a bone dimple. Yes. So they know that it has to be the producer hall guy, but they can't prove it. So they go to talk to him. Yes. Because I think, because the whole point was Hall tried to basically point, cast suspicion at rules, but being like, Eve disappeared, and the next day he built a studio, and then they did find the body in the concrete in the studio. Of course. But then when they talked to rules, rules was like, oh yeah, it was so weird. Then the next day, producer just built me a studio, but he made me pay for it. Right. So everyone's like, oh. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, oh, and Booth says that his new motto is spread the pain. (laughs) Yeah, he got like really angry. He got very upset. It was very by bizarre. It. He was very frustrated. He, he got so worked up. And again, I think it's back to his relationship tension. Oh, is it? Yeah, I was just I like, why is he very, so mad about he's this very one? Mad the whole time. Yeah, he was just like an annoying pissy mood. Yeah. Um. And so they go, and there's a little kerfuffle, and they realize that it's a cane that um, 
excuse me, Hall always has, and yeah. that's what the indentation was. So Some like can, super ornate cane with like a like what is it like a wolf on the handle something or something dumb like that with pointy shit on it. Yeah. So they know like. So they do a test, like a super scientific test, where they have Hodgins smash the cane very forcefully at like a metal plate that Zach is holding. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they're like, yep, the dimples match. Done. I'm like, yeah, nothing else in the world could have made that same dimple shape. (laughs) Yep. We wrapped it up, guys. 100% match. Ship it to the FBI. Smoking gun. We got him. We're done. (laughs) I was like, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Um But what I also found confusing, too, was, like, during this whole conversation while they're trying to figure out, like, why would Hall do this? And they're trying to figure out a motive. Um, Oh, yeah, because rules reveals to them that actually DJ might want to leave the record label, too, which would have been a huge issue for the the record label guy. Um, They have this argument about motive. And it's, like, I couldn't – in this moment, I got really confused because the way Bones was, like, shooting down Booth's suggestions was all seemed very reasonable based on the information they had gleaned thus far in the investigation. She kept being just, like, no, this doesn't make sense. And at some point, she says, it's still murky psychological guesswork, though. And I was just, like, wait, does she not know about motive? Like, have they not talked about motive yet? They talk about motive every single episode. And sometimes she supplies and suggests the motives, if I remember correctly. So I was just like, what's happening? Sometimes she shoots them down as like just wild speculation. Yeah. And sometimes she doesn't. I totally miss this entire thing because I was just like, I don't care. I just (laughs) literally wrote, does she not know what a motive is? Because I think whenever it's, unless it's like hard evidence, you know, like, shoving a cane into a plate <laughs> right she Just doesn't completely unquestionable yeah <laughs> I, she does it like every episode i don't you're know you're right whatever i marked it down for her italian i was like what the fair. fuck is this fair and then um so they get him yeah pretty and guy booth's trip to jamaica is off because angela has ruined tessa yep and has made her question things freaked her out too much with all this talk about moving in about together commitment and even though Booth would commit, Tessa apparently does not want to. And so Booth is going to Jamaica by himself. I couldn't actually tell, though, because so th- once they find out that the 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 vacation is off, mm-hmm. like Angela and Bones have a conversation and she's just like, oh, no, definitely it wasn't Booth. It was Tessa who must have called it off. But then like earlier in the episode when they're seeing the belly button ring like angela does that annoying needling thing where she's like oh yeah have you ever you should buy jewelry for tessa you know it's like shows really ready for commitment Mm -hmm. and he's just kind of like annoyed and kind of brushing her off which i was couldn't figure out if that was meant to mean that he was also feeling doubts i think he i assumed that he could feel that tessa was not ready to commit and so it's kind of hurtful but he wants to we think he's all in kind of yeah okay so he's kind of heartbroken yeah a little bit. Yeah. That's what that's what it seemed. At the end, they're in the Chinese restaurant. He like, looks really down. Right. Yeah. About it. Yeah. Because he's ready to go. Yep. And that's how the episode... It kind of ends not abruptly, but it's kind of like, oh, okay, we're done. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we arrested him. We good. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. High fives all around. Yep. Next. You know, I have to say, again, as agitated as I may have seemed to get... <laughs> What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, no. I mean, totally normal <laughs> speaking volume this whole time. Um, I, I actually was okay with this. I appreciated getting started back on Bones mm-hmm. with this episode. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is solid. Bones tally only three. Not bad. Booth tally zero. Yeah. Um, A couple of little high points. Only two big necklaces. <laughs> 
But we also get Tootie the dog. Tootie was And great. a couple little singers here and great there. Great lines. Some really stellar lines in this episode. Yeah. 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 And not so crazy a murder that you're just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, look, some cringiness with like the whole urbanness yeah. and hip hopness. Whatever. I guess we can sort of explain it away with the times and assume and stuff. that it was with the best of intentions. Correct. Even yes. if it was not executed. Well. Yes. It just yeah. feels like tone deaf, not like yes. intentionally offensive. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So you're like, all right. Um. Yep. And a couple of uh, good-looking dudes in there. Yes. You know what? I was clearly way too caught up in the necklaces <laughs> to really focus enough sufficient energy on people's beautiful faces. Yeah. But you're right. DJ Rose Rose was, was a cute. cutie patootie. Um, he didn't Eve's see brother was cute. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I was into that. Even um, And when they finally showed like a little picture of DJ Mount, I was like, oh, he's cute too. I mean, I wasn't into him, but I thought the picture oh. was cute. Yeah. Yeah. So... I, I appreciate the FBI guy. I will say that picture, though, if it was like of him and even DJ Mount, yeah. right? So I was like, DJ Mount looks old in this. Is that just me? Oh, I, I like, thought he looked he pretty looks young. Like he's 40. Oh, okay. Oh, I'll have to look again. But I thought he looked relatively long. Uh, excuse me, young. It was like a weird angle on the photo, too. It, it was, was very show, like a family photo just like, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So maybe I was just fixating yeah. on the wrong thing. DJ Rule's definitely younger. Yes. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But now... I'm into him, so I probably seem like an old cougar, too. <laughs> so I get it, Eve. Yeah. Hey, you can't put a age, age on, on love? Boy, <laughs> is that something people say? Do we rape for bones now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could come up with anything as classic as a marionette blowing in the wind. <laughs> that was pretty solid. I really appreciated that. Oh, God. Um, Dudes. Dudes, yes. So I'll start off from like, uh, do I, okay. Oh my God, no, you obviously start with a questionable one. Okay. I'm too curious right now. Not questionable in his looks. And I've discussed this with you before, but we've not Ooh. discussed it on here. Henry Cavill. <gasps> Ooh. He's a beautiful man. Ooh, stuff's about to get real. Undeniably handsome. Yes. However, I regret to say that I did not in, since we've last had this conversation, I haven't done any research into it. It's fine. So a couple things. Uh-oh. One, at some point a couple of years ago, he dated like a 19-year-old. And how old is he again? In his 30s. So he was at least 30 when he was dating a 19-year-old. Okay, gotcha. That's a little icky. Correct. Um, then I stumbled across this very short video on YouTube mm-hmm. that was just said, like, we got him. And it was, uh, it was probably only like 30 seconds long. And... It is a clip of him and this, the actress who plays Siri in The Witcher. Mm-hmm. She is 17 years old. And it, it 100% could be absolutely nothing. It shows a quick clip of them at like a press, clearly like a press tour thing for The Witcher. Mm-hmm. And they share a look at some point and it does look very like, ooh, they fucked. And then the clip, and then it continues as a montage from Superman where it shows Superman walking, um, getting uh, arrested mm-hmm. and walking around with handcuffs. So clearly this person who made this video mm-hmm. feels that Henry Cavill 
is sleeping with young women and does not like this. Yes, and he feels like he's finally found yes. a piece of evidence. It's, which is so speculative. Right. It's ridiculous. But it's interesting. Um, that that is even in the world. Yeah. That this but kind of rumor else, is yeah. running around in the world yes. at all. Um, and then there was a GQ article, I think, from a couple years ago. I guess mm. that was... He made some comments about um, the whole Me Too movement. Oh, no. And uh, most of what he says, he's, you know, empathetic to everything going on. But um, also, I shouldn't misquote him. But he says something about, you know, you don't want to go up and talk to, like, something about, like, the art of the art of the chase kind of being gone now and you don't want to like walk up to him and just to talk to her and be accused of rape which is not oh that's like an incel thing to say it's it's you know not great granted i say a million dumb things a day things just come out of your mouth like yeah and he later apologized for it after he was criticized for it and you can it's totally fair to give him the benefit of the doubt. Just things come out wrong and yeah. it is what it is. Um, it's just a couple little things, that little cookie crumbs. That I'm like, is this leading to something? Because he's also, on the other side, seems like a perfectly lovely person. Mm-hmm. From, you know, interviews, granted, that's all just kind of bullshit. But from everything that is presented, seems like a perfectly nice guy. You know what's interesting about that kind of thing? Well, not interesting, actually kind of typical mm. it's like some people get i feel like really um taken to task for that kind of like him totally. being 30 something mm-hmm. dating a 19 year old i don't recall ever hearing about that granted it's been a while since i really kept up with that kind of tabloidy type news yeah but that sounds i'm surprised that maybe it wouldn't have been more made of it yeah, um, I feel like some some stories are just especially easy. for the guy who's going to head this DC franchise. Like they're more easily quashed than others. Like Michael Fassbender having abuse allegations against him by former girlfriends that got quashed yeah. really quickly, and he's totally fine. You know what is another one that like I feel like nobody had talked about, and also certainly not since he died, nobody's talking about mm-hmm. it. Paul Walker. His, I think, I don't know if they ever got married, but he was basically in a relationship with a re- for a really long time mm. with a girl that, like, if you do the math and, like, you look at her age now and how long they were supposedly in a relationship, she was 16 when they met. Oh, boy. And, she, and he, I think, was at least late 20s or something. I have to look it up. But it was definitely, like, way, like, yeah, she no. was genuinely, like, 16 and he was a full-blown, like, adult. It wasn't even, like, he's 19 or 20. Right, right, and, like, right. you can, like, it's not, like maybe legal but it's like excusable in the sense that like maturity wise you could see why those things might happen but no he was like fully like almost 30 or at least or something like that and i was just like i don't know aside from the fact that all of these people are white men yes (laughs) who are attractive uh i don't know why some stories are quashed and some are not i mean but the paul walker one surprised me only because granted he's not like the hugest star but the fast and the furious franchises make a shitload of money yeah so i that one confuses me the henry cavill one confuses me because mm-hmm. he is so he's like the biggest star in the world that would be like at least from i feel like a tabloid perspective such a huge story um and it's not like he's a person that like 
I feel like in this world, isn't the typical thing, like, if you want to squash a story, you have to give something in return. Like, oh, you promise, like, they'll do an interview with you or, like, you'll give some sort of exclusive. Like, you have to trade something, right? Oh, I don't know. I mean, well, that's what television has taught me, (laughs) right? Like, if you're trying to convince somebody not to run a story, there has to be, like, something they're getting out of it. Oh, interesting. So I don't think you can just, like, threaten someone into quashing it. Or if it's just... And it might be not even related to it. Maybe it's like, well, if you run the story on Henry Cavill, if you're like a PR person or whatever who represents a bunch of other really high profile clients, mm. maybe then you say like, you won't be able to get any interviews with my five other clients or whatever. I don't oh, know. Maybe. But like. Or if they just never comment on it. Yeah. But it's like, there's so much shit that gets put out there that is not remotely. Um, and who knows if something else was in the news that was so much bigger that it just got true. forgotten. Yeah, that's also, yeah, timing. But like there's so much out there that I feel like gets put out there about really high profile people that isn't like remotely a shred of evidence put yeah. to it. That it's like for something like this where that's you the know other thing. he's there dated might, a young girl. Like, I mean, there might not be any evidence. Yeah, it was just a maybe. little thing on the breeze. That's, that's just true. Kind of, and maybe it could have been like a psycho weirdo on the internet doing it this It could like, be YouTube total bullshit. Shit. And there's yeah. no evidence really to suggest that he slept with this actress. Like right. there's actually nothing aside from like little possibilities yeah and people make dumb comments is it would it have been easy for him to avoid making a dumb comment mm-hmm. in gq yeah it would have been incredibly easy even if you don't believe what you're saying just say yes it's terrible men have to be better or whatever yeah He's also, when he started, when he first kind of came onto the scene, his interviews, there were already, there were often a lot of sexual innuendos and stuff Mm -hmm. and things being suggested and it was gross and I did not like him. And I feel like after that, some PR person, someone took him aside and was like, this is not how it's going to go anymore. We need to get you squeaky fucking clean. And you never see him really mention that stuff anymore. But there was a period, I think, like when he first became Superman, that his interviews, I remember seeing one on Jimmy Fallon and somewhere else. I was just like, why are you always like making, making sex weird jokes. sex things? Like, yeah. Do you have nothing else to talk about? And ever since, Squeaky Clean talks about loving his dog and like all his stuff on Instagram is very charming and funny. And I don't know if that was a conscious thing. Also, to be fair on the other side of it, I would be very awkward at interviews yeah. if it was my big first thing. And I'd probably say dumb shit and I like whatever. Think- and he was younger. He was probably in his mid to later 20s. Maybe like 27, 28 or something. You're still kind of dumb. God knows I'm 33 and I'm still dumb. So like mistakes are also made. There's nothing solid. It's just these little things that I keep seeing that add up. That I'm like, oh, I don't. Am I going to see something about you in the news in a couple years and it's going to yeah. be gross? I mean, so like, okay, objectively, I can't put a lot of stock in that YouTube video because I'm like, you don't 100%. know who is fucking putting that up there. Someone Plus, might just it's be incredibly look. jealous of him. Right. And I feel like looks and it's nothing. are so hard. You can't necessarily the interpret times, I'm sure I've looked at you and people would be like, <laughs> right. These girls. How many times have I been mistaken for a lesbian? Clearly somebody <laughs> thinks I'm leering at a woman and I'm not. Um, but again, you know, none of these things these things could all add up to absolutely zero. Well, what it adds up to is we know that he said something dumb in GQ. Right. Not great. Which we know that he dated yeah. an extremely young woman, which also not great. Mm. And 
still gross. So like, it's not that it's not like I'm just like, that's nothing. That's still right. something and you're gross. Um, and we know that like, he was weird about those sex jokes. But, you know, the thing about the sex jokes thing is, too, I feel like sometimes people without a sense of humor don't know what to do in those moments. Yeah. And they're so desperately trying to be funny yes. that they end up just being like, oh, isn't this hilarious if I make this into a sexy joke? Yeah. And which, again, Fair. I don't know enough about him and I don't find him very charming or charismatic. So in my mind, I just assume he's a loser. <laughs> and like, not, not a loser, but like, like, he's just like, I don't know how to connect with people. How do I come off as fun? And, and like he just makes a bad joke but that's giving him a huge benefit of the doubt of course but also it's like like you said without without real information what else can I assume yeah. but just like the easiest answer is he's just awkward and yeah. weird and somebody had to be like stop doing yeah. that I will say ever since I do follow him on Instagram and he can't be really funny I'm just like oh, who really? are you oh you sir? think he writes his own Instagram though I don't think so um it's not like so funny that like, <laughs> someone's ghostwriting for him. Well, um, I mean, I feel like those people always have like a media per- that just like puts maybe out their posts. It doesn't look particularly super curated. I don't know. It's yeah. Not, it's not so good that I'm just like. I think oh. I'm cynical enough at this point that I'm like, I'm sure you hire a person that can write something that makes it seem like it's from you and like seems casual, but also like if it people want to like, read it. You know. Super well written. I'd be like, ooh, no. But there's like a punctuation error here and there and they're like oh maybe it is you and sometimes it's just videos of him talking Do you think he's and dumb and doesn't funny. know punctuation totally <laughs> um, i like how you're like a punctuation error it means it's really him <laughs> probably or just a dumbass who works for him i don't know also it's usually just him recording himself so uh, it's not like well that's definitely just him yeah so but there's probably like five people on the other side of him being like thumbs up like yeah. do this do that or someone approving the content yeah, before he posts there's it. There's got to be a whole team. Um, it's all a machine. So it's just a, a question mark, but he is, at least physically, yes. extremely attractive. Completely just based on physical appearance. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's an extremely attractive man. He's Superman for a reason. Mm-hmm. I also thought he was very attractive. And then I saw like three interviews where I was like, you're not fun. <laughs> and you're... Oh, and so I, just, I, I just was... I It wasn't like bad. It was hmm. just like, oh, you, you seem so stiff and weird so i was like eh i lost interest was it for the witcher no it was like very this was like back when i think the first supermanish around that time i feel like they did a lot of work with them yeah i, I like it read to me very much like i don't know how to be in a talk show and i'm uncomfortable mm-hmm. totally fair i yes, would be, we all I would, would be. be especially now that i watch like uh i think we're pretty much a similar age to like kristen stewart oh and now as she was she was extremely awkward but like now whereas before i'd be like what's wrong with this chick not everyone is freaking Je- jennifer lawrence or whatever who right i also don't find that charming but it's no. fine um too much yes over it yes but i'm sure she's perfectly nice For whatever sure um but i'm much more sympathetic to kristen stewart these days of like yeah if you just want to be an actor like but you have to do all this other stuff that goes with it yeah not like have to do and it's not very you're contrived. lucky enough that you, it's yes like this fake <laughs> it's the same shit chat. every time like yeah yeah you're if gonna you're, give me a lead in and i'm gonna be like very right all of a sudden oh i have this story oh my god yeah thank you so much for asking that's me so about crazy that, that you asked that exact thing yeah yeah but like if also she's probably just like a super introvert so yeah putting a super introvert on the couch like that in front of a large crowd plus millions of people watching yeah yeah that's fucking stressful yeah and i would probably be the same way for sure so i'm much 
I don't know if it's with age or understanding more how things work. Just like, yeah, yeah. I get it now. No, I mean, it's I really totally easy to say dumb stuff, especially having a podcast. Oh boy, do I say dumb shit all the time. <laughs> oh, let's so like, re-listen to all of the <laughs> backlogs of Observer Report. I mean, and see I, what we can hold your feet to the fire on. Oh, not good. Something really oh, racist is going to come oh, out. Oh no! <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so like, I get it. Yeah, I get it a lot. No, more. for sure. Um, but my safe guy Ooh. is Adam Driver. Oh my God. Because we just watched Star Wars, mm-hmm. I've recently been remembering how he was really fucking oh. hot, especially in the last Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like he was a real beefcake. The sweatier the better. Yeah. And then I started watching some interviews with him mm-hmm. and I was like, he's really a adorable and he seems so sincere he's awkward but incredibly sincere and he's really funny he's great on snl i watched a ted talk he gave about being a marine yes and how he has this new charity yeah and i was just like wait this is so touching Mm -hmm. and i was just like oh like he has the awkwardness where you're like yeah like there's been some interviews where like oh he's just like uncomfortable with the situation fine fair i would right again like that's not the part where i'm like bugged by but like but still like kind of fun and like normal enough where you're like Oh. And you can see him trying. Yeah, he's trying really <laughs> hard. And it's really cute. Yeah. It, oh, I am very much on board with that. He also has the biggest torso I've ever seen. He's just so big. Yes. And he has the most broad shoulders, and I love a broad shoulder. Yes. He's got a good frame. Yes. I think also, too, because his face is also like non-traditional. Right. And so I think it's one of those things where when I first saw it, I was like, oh, okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. And then once it finally grows on you, I feel like it really gets in it there. It does. And you're just kind of like really about it <laughs> mm-hmm. i would marry him tomorrow <laughs> oh for sure and oh also for me because he was on snl and i think whenever an actor is actually like really talented it also helps anytime anyone's really good at their job yeah um he's a good actor he's a great actor and i would watch him in anything um and then he was on snl and because he has a good sense of humor and good like comedic timing plus on top of that he is legitimately a good actor he mm-hmm. does a great job was he wait, was he on recently? I didn't see. Um, I've kind of dropped off watching SNL. I'll go watch him later. Hosted when the first Star Wars movie he was in came out. Oh, I remember that. I, I remember don't know the if undercover he's... boss spoof. Yeah. <laughs> that was oh, pretty so funny. Fucking funny. <laughs> um I oh, did he host it again? He might have hosted it again. Mm. Um I just anytime anyone has a good sense of humor, I'm automatically more yes. attracted to them. That's always nice. Um but yeah, I think he's just delightful. I am 100% on board with that one. I mean, I'm on board with both. Yeah. Like, we're just you. talking about looks here. Yeah. They're personality is a real men. bonus. Yes, but he, yes, Adam Driver gets the bonus. bonus yeah. yeah. For real. What about you? Anybody? So, one person that has popped up unexpectedly for mm. me mm-hmm. was. Um, can you give me a hint? I want to see I if I can I mentioned to you that I started watching Good Girls. Yes. Or rather, started and finished. Yes, I binged the entire like Beautiful. two seasons or whatever it is mm-hmm. on Netflix, um, and you know it's a fine show, whatever. But one of the bad guys in it is played by I think his name is Manny Montana, which I had seen him before in something, and it was driving me nuts because I knew his mm. face, and then I IMDb'd it, and I was like, oh yeah, that's why I know him, and then I immediately forgot. So this is not <laughs> at all helpful to you to give you a reference point for him. Oh, I've seen him before. Yeah, exactly. And then you're like, where have I seen him before? Um, Yeah, like I said, I looked it up and I immediately forgot. But (laughs) he, in this show, 
I mean, I had seen him before, and I don't know if it's just that he didn't have as prominent parts, so I just never really noticed him. But That always happens. Was all of a sudden, somebody will get big and be like, wait, they're in this show? Like, yeah. I've seen that, and I never noticed them, but now I'm just like, oh, And they I have more opportunity to be like more like yeah. interesting, and you're suddenly like, ooh, I'm into it. Yeah. But in this show, he kind of has a thing with one of the main women, played by... Oh, boy. Christina Hendricks. That's what it is. Awesome. Right. So he is like very obviously sort of dangerous in the show because he's like a criminal overlord, mm-hmm. but also kind of like clearly has a thing for her. So they have like a little goings on. Um, and I'm just so into it. I, I was like, it. you're suddenly so sexy. And it's unexpected because he's also super skinny and lanky, mm. which I know normally isn't an issue for me. But for some nope. reason in my head, I do think it is. And I claim in my head that I don't normally like super skinny dudes, totally even do. though everything that I've yep. ever said otherwise mm-hmm. would suggest mm-hmm. that that's not the case. Yep. But I was not expecting it. And then suddenly like in the show, I'm just like, you're so smooth, but you're like, you know, <laughs> do he's you mean like, like physically little... smooth or like cool. No, guy like cool guy oh, okay. smooth. Yeah. Like cool. I'm not sure if you might be like, you're really into hairless men. He might men. also be hairless. I'm not sure. But like, no, physically like, or I'm not, what sorry. I'm looking for in guys. Alopecia. Person. <laughs> a man who shaves his full body. No, he's like got like a lot of like swagger, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Um, and so I'm just like, wow. Anytime a guy is confident, not overly confident, but yes. like, can walk with confidence, it's like, ooh. I think that's also what it is. Like, he's not like a character that's like arrogant. Well, actually, he's quite violent on the show. Oh. But I was like, <laughs> he, I was like about to be like, he's not the guy that's like punching you in the face and like over like loud. Like, his character isn't like crazy overreacting criminal mm-hmm. person. He's just like quietly making a lot of money doing his various crimes. Love it. And you know, shown to be pretty intelligent and like thinking about these really complex like plans and whatever. And then, yeah, like very confident and commanding, but not, but like, yeah, again, in a very reserved kind of way. And then every once in a while, he's like very tender with this woman and you're like, ah, he's got like, like a, like a soft spot for housewife lady who's, you know, joined a life of crime in their time of need so anytime a guy can both kick ass and also be incredibly loving yes uh, on board an aragorn if you will oh yeah like dude can kill bad guys and orcs but also he loves this lady he's also the true and he like wears (laughs) (laughs) he wears his little necklace yes love it but then he'll forever love what's her face Elwin? El- Elwin? Oh, yeah. Awen? Awen. Awen or Arwen? Arwen. 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 It's Arwen. Okay. I'm <laughs> just like making up elf names. Elwin? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jennifer the elf? <laughs> um, and also, mm. at your recommendation, I started rewatching Elementary. Yeah. For funsies in the background. Love it. Easy to watch. I don't pay that close attention because it's, a you know, very procedural. Also, I Googled it in advance to just know. I was like, is this going to hurt me the way bones hurt me? It, they are not going to get no, together. I know that. Together, and yeah. it kills Which me. Which I, oh, see, I like because I don't have to worry about it at see, all. See, but here's the thing. It's like, for me. And I, they're not compatible If there's nothing else going on in the show that I can really, like, hang on to, mm. I need that element. I've realized that about myself. If oh. it's going to be, like. A Game of Thrones thing where there's just like so much fucking shit going on. I couldn't care less who's fucking who at this point. But if it's going to be like elementary where it's like very procedural, like it's just a crime of the week kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I need a little bit something else going on. And so, I mean, I'm obviously still watching it because Mm -hmm. apparently it hasn't 
really sunk in yet that they're not <laughs> going to get together. So I'm still got some hope or something. Mm-hmm. But I am really into Johnny Lee Miller. And I was right. the first time when I watched the first season of that show. But and now they, there's a renewed sense of like, oh. They get him with his shirt off. And you're just like, yes. Because he well, is Even ripped. with his shirt on. It's so confusing because like he'll wear these really dorky like suits with like the Peter Pan collars. I love it. And I'm just like, why is that super hot right now? And they'll cut his hair super short and it like they cut his hair weird. They do weird shit with his hair. And it's like sometimes I'm like, are you shaving back his hairline so that it looks farther back than it is? It's confusing sometimes. But then I'm like still somehow well, I super mean, hot. He's got a good he's got an amazing body. Yes. And he's obviously got a great face. And I think also I mean they tailor his clothes to within an inch of their lives. So Probably. like everything oh, is just point, perfect point, point. Yes. on him on a perfect body. That's like, it's very good point. It's yes. Beautiful. I marvel at it every time. Oh my God. <laughs> it's cause he's like super into martial arts and stuff and like, yes, super into running. Yep. And so, uh, I will say like, it's just oof. in a recent episode, he was like oh, boxing. No. Yes. So he had this like shirt off yes. and he was just like going at it yeah. at like one of those bags, heavy mm-hmm. bags. Um, and so like you could see his bare chest. Mm-hmm. There was a moment where I was like, his nipples are really long and pointy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they seem so small and narrow, but like long and pointy like sharp (laughs) i don't know why i just really fixated on that because they like it's another (laughs) weapon for when he's boxing is if a guy runs into him he'll get stabbed i think when they cut to that scene it's like focusing supposed to be on his like arms hitting the bag Mm -hmm. so you don't like see his full upper body yet Mm -hmm. but like so then obviously the only other thing i'm seeing are his nipples I just kept couldn't stop looking at them being like, whoa. Oh, man, nipples are hilarious. They They're just are. so weird. Why and, are they even there? Yeah, maybe that's what it was. I was just Get like, out. that's just so different than what I would expect a nipple oh, to look like. Oh, Lord. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> now I'm going to have to go back and look. Please, God please damn go it, check them back out. How far have you gotten? Um, Great question. I think I'm in the middle of season two right now. Oh, shit, girl. Yeah. yeah just like playing it in the background while I, I do watched stuff. the whole series and then I immediately went back and just started over. Because <laughs> a lot, like, it is a little bit more twisty of a procedural, I think, yes. than most. They do a better job seeding stuff early on that, yeah. like, carries out throughout the rest of yeah. the season. So uh there's a lot to take in i guess if you don't super pay attention which i don't um i do not either so it's great i fucking love it and he's so attractive and then when he and he then he becomes even more attractive when they become like real partners and stuff mm-hmm. and he cares so and much he's for so nice her. to her he like says so many nice things to her even yes. though he's horrible to everyone else yes and you're like oh and then i'm like i have emotional problems <laughs> <laughs> well, I was talking uh, on the main pod, Observe and Report, to Jason, I think afterwards, about Elementary versus the Benedict Cumberbatch, for Cumberbatch version of Sherlock. Mm. And I like Elementary more. And I think that um, the Johnny Lee Miller version of Sherlock even though obviously he can be a dick and stuff, I still think he's a lot, he's more likable and a little bit more normal and like yeah. can exist in the real world with people yes. better than fricking the, not, this yeah. is nothing against either actor or anything. Right. But just like, he can function way better than the Benedict they Cumberbatch. They went hard version. on Benedict Cumberbatch being like super so not fucking a person, like yeah. a regular person. 
I I there are still things I like better about the BBC the version. The BBC version is much more kind of artistic and yes, like, I the would direction, say everything, and like and the it, it's more overall money. quality of I think like maybe the stories. Although they still do things that I'm just like fuck you guys. I think it's you know I think it's ju- there's more money in the BBC yes. version, right? And, and so like, like the way they film more, it, it's, it's like very cooler. cinematic yeah. Yeah. and like, and like beautiful. the fun little effects that they do is like way cooler. Totally, yeah. but of course, yeah, you wouldn't expect that from like right a CBS entry, yeah, show. for sure. Um, that's just like an hour long drama, um, but I think the BBC one is a little bit up its own ass. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and I think the cbs one it kind of it knows what it is yeah it's not trying too hard yeah um they're very different they're very different and so comparing them is a little bit apples and oranges but i i overall i think i actually enjoy elementary more than i think you make a good point like i i think the bbc one is up its own ass in the sense that like not only is the sherlock in that version so just impossible to exist in this world but like what i appreciate about the elementary version is sherlock is obviously very intelligent he's Mm -hmm. obviously able to juice a lot really quickly and easily Mm -hmm. but like you can see the logic where he's coming from Mm -hmm. you just you just recognize that you probably wouldn't have maybe noticed those details and be able to come to those conclusions as quickly right but you expect that in theory someone else with time and like a lot of effort could do the same thing just much more slowly but like with the BBC version, sometimes the stretches were too far, at least for me. Yeah. Certainly with him when his death, I was just oh like, my for God. God, like fucking insane. So I feel like that's at least for me, that's why I totally agree when you say like it's up its own. They were just trying so hard to make Sherlock such like this mythical thing yeah. that you're just like, now this is this isn't a Marvel movie where I'm <laughs> expecting that you just have a superpower. And so I suspend my disbelief and I know that things outside the realm of real, like real life will happen. This is still supposed to be in some sense grounded in reality. And like, there's a lot happening here. That's just impossible. Um, so like, yeah, some, I appreciated that. I, I do think sometimes the story is better, but you're right. A yeah. lot of them do go too far. Like, it's always like, could you just have taken like two steps back? Maybe one or two fewer twists each time or something and like crazy things. And the relationship with Sherlock in the BBC series between him and Martin Freeman, like you're right. Martin. It's like, why are you still friends? There's no, like go to a therapist. Yeah. Like (laughs) break out of this abusive relationship. Kind of makes fun of you to your face of like, Oh, great job, John. He's like really condescending and not particularly supportive. Like there's nothing to hang on to in right. that friendship seemingly there's no moment where you're like i understand why these people are still working together yeah, and, no. and i understand why martin freeman's character who by all accounts should be more normal and stable why he's still there um and especially again the the death the faking is death that that that's when i the show lost i was like i'm so annoyed by this yeah like for <sighs> watson to even be like let's continue to be buddies like can you imagine that happening to you in real life and then being like we'll just we'll have one fight of it over over a meal and then we'll never talk about it again it'll be back to normal and it's fine <laughs> it yeah their whole relationship doesn't make sense as much whereas no. the one with watson like he's very supportive and encouraging yes. on the CBS and it's clear version. he values her and thinks she's so, so intentional yeah. he like always says like you're so exceptional yeah Yeah. and i I think he thought it more so than she did at the beginning yes that's true saw something in her that she did not see and like it's really encouraging and it makes more sense totally in that way and he even though he can be thoughtless with other people he's very thoughtful about her like yeah in later seasons especially um 
where you just don't and also i feel like she's kind of a stronger character yes and like martin freeman's character yeah martin freeman does kind of get walked on a lot yeah again again you don't understand why he's there him but like he doesn't aside from being able to hand himself with a gun like seemingly he doesn't do a ton where she although i did really like him as a character but that's probably just because i like martin freeman agreed yeah and he made he did more of that character than I think a lesser actor could mm-hmm. um, or would. Um, whereas Lucy Liu's character, she does do a lot and she figures her shit out on her own. Yes, and they have. Um, I like her character in general. I think it's a much more a portrayal of like a normal, very intelligent, but like a normal, healthy woman. Yeah, <laughs> who like is confident but is also open to learning yeah and ambitious and independent i really um there are some things in there but that maybe aren't the greatest but overall like she's actually a really great character that i feel like is somewhat overlooked i agree like it's a it's a way more meaningful partnership it's not like a man and his sidekick it's like two people who genuinely work together and they need to work together because they both bring something to the table that's really valuable. Mm -hmm. And they now also both really care about each other. So you're like, I get why they're invested in each other. Otherwise, why the fuck are they living together like this and solving crimes? And even like much of her skill comes from the fact that she used to be a surgeon. And with the Sherlock version, like Martin Freeman, I feel like he's a, doctor and yet not even that comes into play that much because hmm. Sherlock usually figures that shit out that's too. That's true too. Like it's he just kind of yeah. ties along. I don't know. It's though on the surface it would seem that like hands down the BBC version would be overall like I would just assume, hands down better but I feel like the CBS version has a lot going for it that um, maybe was underappreciated. I never read the original book so I don't know is that how Watson was in the book? Was he just like literally just a sidekick? I have read them. Can I actually remember them? Because I sometimes wonder if it's that. Like, I feel like the BBC version was also trying way harder to stick maybe for the original stories-ish. Yeah. Whereas Elementary is clearly like a very modern, like rethinking and it reimagining. Is. So in, in the books, it's closer to the BBC version. I don't think Watson does a ton. Yeah. I think he's more just standing around marveling at Like, because that's abilities. sort of the, like he, he everyone's just kind of dumbfounded around him being like, You're he's so the pro- yeah, yeah, he's the proxy for the audience. So right. Just like, holy shit. Like he writes You're the so stories. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, to, I, that's, I think that's very fair. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, well, anyway, this know. is just a Johnny Lee Miller Appreciation Johnny- <laughs> Society. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> like, you know, I don't even know what he was up to between, like, what was it? Like, train spotting, hackers, and then I don't even know what else happened, and then that was this. So, like, I think he did theater stuff. Okay, that makes sense. Because he, he was in a Broadway production of Frankenstein oh. with Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, and I was told that uh, there's some kind of rift between them because they both ended up playing the same character, but on different shows. Why would there be a rift about that? I don't that? know. Who the fuck knows? Is it fake? Is it even real? I don't know. Yeah. But whatever. So, yeah. So, anyway. Johnny Manny Miller. Montana. So Johnny Manny Lee Montana. Miller. Reinvigorating and mm-hmm. old flame <laughs> of mine. 
you know, we we have an ongoing relationship. It's very on again, off again. It's very much on again right now. Great. Love it. Um, I'm trying to think who else. There was a third guy and it's driving me nuts because I already I forgot his name. But it was one of those guys, again, sort of like Manny Montana, where like you've seen him around, mm-hmm. probably never really registered him that much. And then recently in another show, I happened to see him play a little bit more prominent of character. Which so suddenly I'm focusing on him. Show. I can't even remember the show. Jax, oh, I'm man. useless and I've come to you with nothing. I hate myself. Ugh. I had one job. It's fine. I'm going to remember it at some point. I Just swear I will. for next time. Yeah. Cool. Can I talk about a guy who I don't get? Yeah. His appeal? Sure. You know, in the American Let's tear down someone. <laughs> 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 Let me lay into this ugly motherfucker. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I didn't. I was being dramatic. Okay. But, okay, in the Americans, yeah. the husband? Matthew Reese. Yes. I don't get it. Maybe it's because I find Carrie Russell so stunning. She is. She really is. Even now, like see her. She has not aged. Yes. She looks fucking amazing. I she saw... has the most beautiful, like very unique face. Yes. Ugh, and because yeah. what is she now? Like in her fifties, she must be no, or something. 40s, oh, forties. Well, but like obviously, <laughs> if she was in her fifties. That'd be amazing. Well, so like she's been around on like interview circuit again for Star Wars, right? Right. So like I'm suddenly seeing her face again, and I'm like, God. She's 43. Damn. Okay, wow. Whoops, I'm so sorry, Carrie Russell. I apologize. <laughs> well, it's because we've seen her for such a long time because right. she was so young That's when she was on true. Felicity. Yeah, how, what, was she like two when she was... <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, no, I just... Yeah, I, she's stunning. I And then they're together in real life, and yeah. I was just like, huh? I don't know why this popped into my head all of a sudden. Uh, he's not a traditionally, like, he's not a Henry Cavill. No. And that's fine. He is British, so he has that accent going for him. He also has curly, thin hair. <laughs> yeah. Which I feel like, I just depending feel like... on how you cut that hair, sometimes it's not great. Um, I don't think he's bad looking. No, he's definitely not and bad know, looking here, at all. I will say this other thing. He's a pale dude. And a lot of, I feel like, American oh. actors, like your Chris Evans's, they will spray tan them. In, like, everything that they're in. Chris Evans? He's so white. He's very white. But, like, in Captain America, if, like, some of those movies, they spray tan them and stuff. Whereas this guy's pasty 24-7. Oh, my God. Wait. Did I ever talk to you about this? Like, I don't think he's bad looking there. Oh, that's true. That's actually a very cute picture. Oh, wait. Guys. (laughs) Am I turning around on this? Um, you show me one good shot and I'm suddenly like, forget everything I said. Wait, wait. Did you know, and you probably already there. knew they this. They his hair a little bit. You're right. You know what? I'm being so harsh. I don't think he has very nice blue eyes. Look, this is more a commentary about how much I think Carrie Russell is beautiful and not actually about how he is not beautiful. I think, too, like on that show, he's not supposed to be terribly good looking because he has to blend in. It's She stands out a bit more. Whereas his hair is all curly and kind of crazy. He's always wearing wigs and glasses and shit. So that show, it'd be like someone who, you can't have a super duper stunningly handsome guy as a spy. It just wouldn't work. He is enough, he's attractive enough to be an actor, but also normal enough to, I feel like, be an everyman kind of. Interesting. And like all the roles that he takes in film and stuff, he's usually just kind of a A regular dude. Regular guy. He's not like the leading man or whatever. And he's a great actor. Yes, I agree with that. I did. Yeah. Again, I, for what I saw of the Americans, I, I thought he was excellent. Yeah. Um, wait, going back to Chris Evans and this general whole oh, thing. Yes. Um, so handsome. Did you know, somebody recently told me, and mm-hmm. maybe you did know, but I didn't, and I was like 
shaken to my core <laughs> that like in those movies uh-huh. they cgi the abs and the muscles on their bodies to make them look like more good yeah i can see that happening I mean, it makes I mean, so much the, sense. I think they're all, they're there, but they're but not, like, maybe add not add definition. As, yeah, probably add shadow. To I mean, it, it seems so like. obvious now because like they Photoshop everything like crazy, like in magazines, of course, and they're like CGI the shit out of these movies. Of course they would, Mine like these well. are super, literal superheroes. Give Thor some mega abs, of course. But I just, I guess I thought it was all completely real. I mean, I mean, they're, they're there. Just maybe not quite as. I just thought it looked like crazy. that. You know what I mean? I don't know. Also, he's it's he's in his thirties now. Who are we talking about right now? Chris Evans. Okay. Like I would think that's something that younger dudes I feel like would be able to do a lot easier than once you get to like thirty, thirty-five. Like, mate, that kind of thing has got to be so fucking impossible to maintain. Oh, I think they just work out like crazy and then they, they starve themselves. They do. Yeah. So, but I also have like, heard them say before, like that is only like a week and they film all those scenes in that week and then their bodies go back to normal ish. More normal. More I don't think normal. I believe that really. It takes so long to like film all that shit. I mean, I don't know. I think I just like read that randomly somewhere. Probably <laughs> now that I think about it, I feel like I read it on like a magic mic thing. <laughs> Where they were talking about like, how do you maintain your body? And they're like, we just work out like crazy and we starve ourselves up to this week that we know we're filming this shit. And then Mm -hmm. they film all that shit. And then after that, they can relax a little bit and be a little bit more regular. I mean, I guess that makes sense because usually they're just shirtless for one or two scenes or something. Um, But I was, (laughs) I was, I don't know, watching an interview or something with Henry Cavill talking about The Witcher and in the scenes where... He does have his shirt off. Um, he had to do this dehydration thing where, yep. like, he over the course of three days dehydrates himself Heard so that. it looks better. Like, are you fucking kidding me? It's not worth it. That's how they get the duff- muscle definition. That's what, it's like, bodybuilders do, yeah. professional bodybuilders. It's insane. For That's the- so unhealthy. Yeah. And it's not worth it because I guarantee you. I will be pleased either way. I don't understand why this is a thing, but I think they do that in professional bodybuilding too because they also want to see like the vessels yeah, and the yeah, veins yeah. and stuff. And gross. I don't get why that's hot. I don't know. I think, but I also think bodybuilding bodies are gross anyway. So maybe it's just, I'm not the right audience. <laughs> what was that really horrible? The way you reacted, like, <laughs> was that so, was that too harsh? <laughs> it's not for me, but like, cool. Oh, sorry. Each to their own, I guess. You know, okay. you're very diplomatic. I was like, these are disgusting. Everyone, <laughs> I don't get it. It's so unnatural and weird. I don't know. You're right. I mean, they're all unnatural and weird if you really think about it. No one genuinely looks like Chris Evans or Chris Hemsworth. No, you're right. It's you know what? You're making me a better person, I'm sorry. Jack. <laughs> I, there's just, I was like, this is objectively repulsive. Everyone, everyone likes their own thing. You know, who am I to I think it's just that the, also, the veins and like, then like the, the dark tanning oil that they, it's just like, it's all weird. I think because part of it, like the tanning and stuff, it is superficial. Yeah. Which seems like it would go against like when you're trying to make your body look amazing by working out and stuff to then add a superficial element seems kind of um, counterintuitive. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, whatever way more mature response <laughs> <laughs> way more reasonable I, view like, of the world i 
you know, I personally am not into like I in terms of like dating like guys who are very skinny and yeah. like kind of, you know. I mean, oh, me neither. emo guys <laughs> or whatever, like that's not oh, for me, no. but other people do find that attractive. So it just everyone likes what they like and, you know, whatever. I don't mind a dad bod. That's cool. Same. Some people would be horrified by it, you know. Eh. I mean, I also have a dad bod. That's the problem. So do I. So, like, of course I have to be okay with dad bods. Exactly. No, but I genuinely don't care. Me neither. So, you know, (laughs) each their own. Okay. Yeah. No, look, I'm not saying, you know, get rid of them or anything. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying cart off these people to a camp or anything. I'm just saying it's, yeah, it's not my cup of tea. Why are you holding that petition that's (laughs) cart off bodybuilders to a camp? Yes or no? (laughs) kind of weird then you said you wanted to talk to me about this is my new issue after this podcast (laughs) i'm raising money (laughs) i think too it's just like it's so amazing to me that anybody can have the um oh like discipline and everything yeah Yeah, to do that like that's i wish i had an ounce of that because right now same oh boy oh boy i'm a mess so like that's pretty impressive you're right we should be celebrating appreciative of everybody their commitment to fitness yes okay god knows i couldn't do it god knows i haven't been doing it (laughs) me neither it's been too long (laughs) anyways i need to get to the gym uh i won't uh thank you for tuning in uh a couple weeks season one episode seven amazing it's gonna be great can't wait all right thank you Bye. bye